Are you situated correctly? I feel really nice. Okay. So, I'm super excited. We're here. We're recording. It's happening. We've been talking about this for like four months now. Way too long. But we <laughs> officially have started our first podcast, and you're lucky enough to listen to it. Ta-da! So. <laughs> I'm just here for the sound effects. <laughs> I'm your punctuation. <clears throat> we going with that? Yeah. I like it. So, let's go back to like how this whole thing started. Because we've been friends since, you looked it up, since like November. November 30th is our friend anniversary. So we haven't been friends that long. Not very long. But I feel... We're real. We're pretty close. We got to, we got to the basement pretty quick. So, but to start things off, we both work in emergency medicine. You work in the ER. Yep, four years now. I was a labor and delivery nurse for 11 ER for four, which is weird because I'm only 18, so I'm not sure how that math works out. It's weird. It never works out. And I've been a, I work for the local ambulance company and I'm a paramedic, so I'm often in the ER. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of funny that our first interaction together was super awkward. So awkward doesn't really bother me. I know it bothers you. <laughs> you say that it was super awkward. Was it awkward for you? I did. Like, I was you, slightly caught off guard and then was like, Meh. oh, I was for sure caught 110% <laughs> off guard. I do that. Because like, I was just like, what, what the heck? So I had dropped off a patient. I was in the ER and Ashley is very like, she moves really fast and I got places to go. Yeah. Life's to save. <laughs> and she comes flying by me and she just looks at me and goes, Hey Patrick. And it completely caught me off guard because everyone knows me as Mike. But if you go back pre high school, I was known as Patrick. So all of my family knows me, Patrick. And then for some weird, stupid reason, my senior year of high school, I decided, you know what? I'm going to go by Mike now. <laughs> I'm not going to tell the teacher the first day of school that I go by Patrick. I'm just like, you know what? Screw new year, it. new you. Hitting I'm, that senior year hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go by Mike now. Shutting that skin. And then from that moment on, I've gone by Mike. And so here I am cruising through the ER and this this nurse just flies past me and goes, hey, Patrick. So I love paramedics. They're my most favorite people, hands down on the planet. Um, I find them everywhere I go. And on Facebook, I'd seen a picture. I've se- I had seen Patrick around. And um, just in the ER, he works nights, I work days. So I haven't even ever gotten a patient from him. But um, I had seen Facebook had suggested that we become friends. So I just saw that his name, well, his last name I thought was Patrick and I called medics by their last names. So I called him Patrick. It's not his last name, people. It's his middle, it's his first name. So why did you have that as your last no, name? It's my middle name. Why did you have that? As, why didn't you have your last name as your last name? I don't know. Trying to be all covert. Yeah. Top secret <laughs> stuff over here. Top secret. So anyway, I thought nothing of it, but you know, we talk about, you'll learn about me. I'm all about organic feelings and what naturally compels people. But, um, I assumed by the look on his face was like, why are you talking to me? And then he walked away and I was like, okay, Patrick's not up for what up. Good to know. (laughs) And so the funny part is 
I was working with Laura, I think that day, and Laura and I, or Laura is a common friend between us. She's amazing. She's odd, yeah. And I get back in the ambulance and I go, Ashley just called me Patrick. How does she know? How does she know my middle name? Like, <laughs> I've been doing my research. That was weird. <laughs> and she laughed, and then she ended up talking to you about it afterwards. A long time after. I think, I think it was a long time because that didn't come full circle for a long time because I was like, mm, that was weird. Why did that boy look at me like that? So. And so, yeah, it was weird at first. That's how we met. But um, Laura is super wise as well. She and I would have hour-long conversations about head, heart, and it's like my favorite thing to talk about. And um, I had been through a recent brutal breakup and Mike had as well. I don't even know what to call you on this. I got to call you Patrick. Mike, it's very confusing. It's getting con- confusing. It'll be Patrick. <laughs> anyway, um, and over and over again, Laura would say, I was just talking about this with Mike or Mike just said this or this is what Mike, th-, you know, over and over again, you guys need to, you guys need to get together and talk. But it's kind of weird to be like, hey, we're the same, but we don't know it yet, so let's talk. I mean, I can handle my share of awkward, but especially after your look of disdain, I wasn't feeling brave enough to be like, I guess we're both the same. Let's talk. Yeah. And I had just come from the view of like, who the heck is this girl Mm -hmm. calling me Patrick? Mm -hmm. Like only my sister like in St. George calls me Patrick, so this is weird. (laughs) And then... Like, yeah, I'd have the same, these long conversations with Laura about this breakup that I had just gone through and like what I was learning and how I was growing as a person. And she kept telling me the same thing that I needed to, to talk with you and we needed to meet up and chat. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how we started chatting. Well, so I started following you on Instagram because I am a bold girl. I started following him on Instagram and I would just make comments on his stories and I was just doing my research. I looked back in the journal of Instagram DMs. <laughs> um, I said something about wanting to hang with Patrick and his kiddo. And he asked how young my youngest was. And I told him. And then his very next question, <laughs> which this will totally illustrate our relationship, was how did your kiddos handle the divorce? <laughs> Without knowing any, any back. We had not even well, I divorce. think. I think the reason that I felt that I could just go straight to that was because I had been talking with Laura yeah. and I knew that you at least were able to talk. Right. It was just funny that it was like, than, yeah, I, I mean, I can go there with you. I've got zero problem getting vulnerable, but it was just abrupt. Yeah, I did. I cut to the chase. <laughs> Which I like. I like. Let's call the spade. Anyway, so we finally hung out. We did. And we had some good chats. We had. Yeah. I mean, we talk about wanting to tech, wanting to um, print out our texts, but Instagram is just as good. I was flipping yeah. through. I mean, it's not as much, but there's some good conversations. Good that conversations, we've had. probing questions. And it's it's funny because I think we fast forward like four or five months from that point, mm-hmm. and I just remember having a conversation with you. And I had just got done with a job out in Hurricane. And I was sitting in a, the Walmart parking lot out there. And you had asked me to watch a video the night before. 
Do you remember this? No, what was the video? I don't even remember what the video was, but you, you had asked me about this this video that I should have watched. Mm-hmm. And I ended up not watching it. I watched... Some, it I, was probably a podcast that I've sent so many people and I have yet to have anyone ever <laughs> listen to it, but it, it changed my life. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I ended up falling asleep to something, some other mm-hmm. probably show on YouTube about people's personality traits and that type of stuff. And I remember you saying you're passionate about this stuff. And I said, yeah, I am. And then you said... We need to do a podcast. And you, like maybe we're typing before I even hit send and <laughs> saying, yeah, let's do it. I was surprised. I really thought you were going to be like, ah, yeah, that would be fun. Well, I had been thinking about it. You jumped it. on it. I was, it was awesome. I was like, yeah, you know, I want to do this podcast. But I was like, I don't know if a podcast by myself would be that great. I'd listen. I'd subscribe. But then when you said, hey, we should do a podcast together. I was like, Yeah. We should. And we ended up having lunch that day and Yeah. China Palace. And then four months later we're finally starting. Our <laughs> it first only episode. took four months. It's fine. But I think our conversations will help benefit a lot of people. Well, I know that they've benefited me a lot. And um I I see you with your people and me with my people and we were we bounce ideas back off of each other. Um we a lot of people come to us. Not that we're geniuses. We are not formally taught. <laughs> no. We've gone through the school of hard knocks and these are just, I think we're always really upfront about that. Like I could be, I'm open to the fact that I could be totally off base and wrong. Uh, this is, these are just our thoughts. And yeah, this is our thoughts. And this is what works An experience. For me. Yeah, this absolutely. Is, I think it's, but it, people come to us for this kind of stuff a lot and yeah, we go to each weird. other. We go to each other for it. We go to each other, but there's, <laughs> Tons of people, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like on a daily basis, I'm, I'm texting somebody about something that happened that day that was difficult for them. Absolutely. And it's relatable to me mm-hmm. and I'm able to share what I've experienced in my life and how I've been able to get through difficult situations. You know, I think the other reason why people do that to you and I is that we love talking about this. So it doesn't feel... I know for me, I'm really hesitant to go to somebody for advice or to unload or vent because it feels like such a burden. And not that we are like, yes, tell us your dirt. Tell us what's going on. I want to hear all the terrible details. Um, it fascinates us. It is, it's my fa- hands down my favorite thing to talk about, head, heart. Why people do what they do, why they are what they are. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And to me, just like, why what stops people from finding happiness Mm. like why why is somebody willing to let this little event in their life totally control them and ruin their day yeah what naturally compels people that was the podcast i wanted you to listen to what naturally compels people fascinates me i i want to like break on in that brain why (laughs) I was just going to say, you've done, you've done all the research though. I think I've done the research of asking people a million questions. Why do you do that? What are your parents like? What, what do you think of when that's going on? When you choose that, why does that? So I think I've done a lot of maybe field work. <laughs> you've done a lot of reading and researching and all of that. Yeah. It's so valuable. I've got a terrible memory for that kind of thing. I think that's what helped me the most after that breakup that we were talking about that was so difficult was... I was probably at the lowest point that I've ever been in my entire life. Mm-hmm. 
and it sucked. It was miserable. And I didn't want to sit there and blame the other person for the, the bad relationship and the breakup. I wanted to sit there and fix what led to that and what I contributed to the breakup. And it forced me to realize some characteristics that I had and some traits that I had. And it really, I, I focused on, I just dove right in and started reading all sorts of stuff on different personality traits and, and how we all cope with these challenges in life in our own way. But a lot of us learn to cope the same way. Right. Like, what do you mean the same way? Like a lot of us end up having stress out of it and we end up choosing, making the same choices. Yeah. And we end up Mm -hmm. trying to control a situation per se that we can't control. Yeah, I agree. And, and then you kind of get stuck in that survival of like, well, this has kept me alive this long. So I'm going to keep doing this, even though it's not totally benefiting me. It's really difficult to stay. You almost truly need like an emotional sponsor yeah, <laughs> to sit in that discomfort of choosing differently. There's at least with me, there's so much that I'm unsure about and it, this feels wrong or incorrect. I don't know if this is the right way. So it's so nice to be able to bounce that off of people and be like, am I way off base here? But it's gotta be with someone that you trust, someone that you are like-minded with. You need the reassurance. Right. Cause this is uncomfortable. So if it's not correct, then I certainly don't want to be doing this thing. Yeah. So that's what I think our main goal is with this podcast is, I don't know, really delving into that. We say the, we say the uncomfortable thing. We say the hard thing. Patrick and I have zero issues with being, getting vulnerable and being honest. Yeah. I, I'm excited to be able to share a lot of the experiences that I've had and how I deal with those experiences and how really, cause at the end of the day, no matter what happens in my life, I'm going to be happy. And I don't think I've always I've always Could experienced always say that. that. Yeah. It was always contingent on something. Yeah, definitely. And contingent, not just on something, but also other people. Well, that's what I was going to say. It seems like when you've talked about what your happiness was contingent upon, it, it was like accomplishments or um, finishing tasks or things like that. And where, for me, it was... Uh, my value was placed on other people's effort. Like if I'm, if I have value to you, then you're going to put in this effort. And that is both of those things are really hard. Cause you're really hard on yourself and I'm really hard on, not hard on other people, but that's a lot of responsibility to put on other things outside yourself. And it's dangerous because you can't control either of those things. Yeah. You can't control. And then that leads into a whole nother thing because if, let's say I'm not as successful with something or a project that I'm working on doesn't turn out. Yeah. It, it stresses you out and, and makes you feel like you're worth a little bit less because you can't, you're not successful at this project that you're supposed to be successful at. And that's just a downward spiral. Well, yeah, it affects everything else in your life. That's how I am. I'm like, I'm not worth this effort. I'm not worth you putting out this effort. So then I guess I'm just not worth that effort. And that chips away at your peace, which is what you, so peace for me equals happiness for Patrick. 
That took us a while. You always talked about always being happy. And, and I had beef with that because when I hear do whatever you need to do to be happy, I feel like that's ridiculous. Yeah. I still have ups and downs. Dropping and all my responsibilities would make me super happy, but I don't get to do that. You know, um, what would you define happiness? as? Well, I define happiness. I think my happiness would be like peace. Just being like, regard the world's still turning. Like mm, I could get fired tomorrow, but the world's still turning. Like I have confidence and faith in myself that I'll be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's interchangeable. You talk about happiness. When I, when I think of happiness, I think of like, I'm so excited. I get to take the garbage cans out. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like <laughs> bouncing off the walls, skipping when the lottery never care in the world, no responsibilities. That's what I, that's my happiness. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's, <clears throat> but me, your piece is like a sense of calm and I got this like calm confidence. Just feeling content really. Yeah. Not complacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why happy matters. AKA peace matters. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what you feel like. I feel like that's what you've built all of your emotional mental health on. Yeah. Always coming back to that. And if anything pulls me away from that, I try to figure out why it's pulling me away. I love that. Every once in a while, Patrick will text me. I know I've been off lately. And then you fix that thing. Those slight adjustments. Because you get off track. Yeah. But you get back on and it works out. Right. It takes a pretty healthy level of self-reflection, though, to be able to do that. Yeah. It's, It's difficult, but... It's, it's all worth it in the end. Well, we'll find out. It's not the end yet. <laughs> I, I don't know. I seem pretty happy. I enjoy, I love waking up in the morning and I'm excited for the day. Well, I'm happy, but I don't like waking up in the morning. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a I told Patrick my favorite thing to do. I get up, have my coffee and go back to bed for a minute. Like I just need, that was a, that was like a pre-show game. <laughs> And then we'll get up and get rolling. So we're going to have lots more podcasts. That was intro. And hopefully we gave you a good story. There's going to be lots of funny stories because there's lots of awkward moments Come, between oh us. Oh, man. We've been, we've been working on a list for four months now. Yeah. So get excited. Subscribe. <laughs> Go like us Subscribe on Instagram. Now. Happy underscore matter on Instagram. I didn't know we had one. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. I'll be checking it out and subscribe. (laughs)